This is the American Dream, Dusted Rhodes, son of a plumber, daddy, and you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here live at 80s Wrestling Con with a gentleman who I just oh, met. I don't know that I want to be here. Oh, no, yeah, we're I used to that. I don't know. We're used to that. A legend in the business, the world's most dangerous announcer. Please welcome in Mr. Gary Michael Capetta. Oh, yes. How are you, yes. sir? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm terrific. It's but a- I, I'm not sure that I... This is a good idea, but let's uh, I think it's let's, a, let's you know give why? it a try. It's a great idea. It's a great idea. That's you like, guys are so young. Do you want me to explain? I don't that, feel young. Like man. who I am? Like <laughs> no, I know who you are. Yeah, that, that's I used it. to watch. See, WCW. most of the people that are watching, no, stop. They think I'm dead. No, they, they think no, I died no, no, ten no, years no, ago. No, 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 we're no, no, no. So this is like a discovery. No. Like you unearthed <laughs> me. It, it was an honor, like talking to you, sir. Like, uh, and thank you for coming over. Yes, thank a, you so much. This is a really we're honor. Talking about Asbury Park and some memories there. I came up in the Asbury Park music scene. You said you had been there with WWF back in the day. Some fond memories of uh, Asbury. Yeah, well, Asbury Park was the first place as a little boy that I was brought to see a wrestling show. Yeah. Oh wow! So I have a fond place in my heart. For Asbury Park. Yeah, me too. It's also a place. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how I learned to interact with with the fans. Okay. okay? I was there. Uh, it was before I started announcing. Sitting in the second row, the ring announcer for Asbury Park was a local DJ. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. And um, Vicky Williams at the time was my favorite female wrestler. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm watching, and it was a tag team match. And she was filling in for a wrestler that didn't make it. So this jabroni DJ <laughs> gets in the ring. Oh, boy. And he doesn't identify her as Vicki Williams. He identifies her as the lady that was supposed to be there. Oh. And I'm saying, whoa, no, that's Vicky. That's my worst nightmare. That's Vicky. Yeah. So I very respectfully get up. I go over. I tap the guy on the shoulder. Oh, wow. And I say, excuse me, sir. That's Vicky Williams. Good for you. He says to me, screw you. No. Wow. Yes. No. Who asked you, sit down where you belong? Wow. Well, I was a very respectful kind I, of I was, kid. I was very respectful. And I was a little stunned, and then I was a little hurt, and then I got a little angry. Uh-oh. But by that time, I was back in my seat. Okay, mm. okay. But I said, if I'm ever in that position... I will never talk to a fan that way. That's without, amazing. Without that. having any idea that I'd ever be a ring announcer. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's amazing. And we have such great uh, ring announcers here in the Northeast Independence. Uh, Shane Fair, um, Rich Reed, who we see here tonight, man. What advice would you... I asked you... David Adams. Advice, David Adams, for sure. Um, what advice would you have for those ring announcers, though? Same. It's the same thing. You just you do it as much as you can. Um, I think whether you're a wrestler... Whether you're a commentator, whether you're an announcer, whether you're a referee, you always have seen guys that you would emulate, you know, guys whose work that you appreciate. And we're all going to take a little bit from what we've seen. Mm -hmm. And then as time goes on, the more you do it, you add your own little spin to things and and you become unique. Yeah, absolutely. And and for a guy who's really 
been nearly everywhere. And as in fact, AEW even, you made an appearance, I believe, uh, Mox and uh, Jericho. I mean, first of all, what was that like for you being back in the AEW? <laughs> that was kind of nerve-wracking. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, okay. it was because um, I hadn't been... On, in front of a national audience for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I got gotcha. It was live. I got gotcha. you. Million people were going to watch it. Mm-hmm. It was in Kansas City, which isn't really my, you know, my backyard. And I, the woods, I didn't yeah. go there often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, what happens if I go out there and there's like crickets, if it's silent? No. But they sort of knew who I was. That's amazing. So that was fun. And um, until yeah. Jericho started to call me a. Yeah, that's about some right. kind of a I don't know dirty old man. What did he call me? I don't know. That's that's Jericho for you. He's yeah, always, he's always causing. Trouble. I got. I think I got on this list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but I got to ask you this. You, and you were talking to me earlier. You've done a lot of writing, a lot of uh, books. Like, please, like, put some of that stuff over. Shameless promo, please. Shameless. Yeah, we, we call GM- it GMC. Yeah. GMC <laughs> Shameless. Yeah. No, See, I no. knew I should have done this. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um. Well, I wrote my my book, Body Slams, Mm -hmm. and uh, I self-published it Mm -hmm. because back when I wrote it, the whole idea was wrestling fans don't read. That's what publishers thought. So I had to prove them wrong. I published it. I sold about 5,000 copies of that self-published book. That's amazing. And then ECW picked it up. I added another 10 years to it. The original self-published book covered uh, 21 years I added another 10 years oh wow and um, which was my time with Ring of Honor see I'll bet you don't even know that I was with Ring of Honor I knew that you were see he didn't know I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie he doesn't want to lie he doesn't want to hurt my feelings I'm a stats guy you were pretty much every and and including AEW yeah yeah but I wasn't a ring announcer there oh I got you I said said to uh, it was Gabe Sapolsky who was Uh, he did evolve at the time oh okay yeah and um, I went one night to the Philadelphia, um, and so that wasn't the Philadelphia Arena, but oh, the arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I, I was blown away. I thought this was incredible. It was mm-hmm. the early 2000s. So I got in touch with Gabe, and I said, Gabe, I, I would like to help. I said, I don't need an on-air role, but cool. if there's any way you think I can help, there's only one thing that I will not do. What do you think it was? What uh, would I would I wrestle? not wrestle? I don't know. Well, no, that, yeah. that referee. Uh, no, but I never would do that either. I don't know. Ring announce. <laughs> oh, I well, no, I, 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 that was. I said, I, I, I said, totally I, missed, I totally missed the I, point I, on that one. I said, I, you know, I, I, I did a lot of ring announce. I, so I you're over oh, it. So, yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you for want, now, you yeah. Know, okay, okay. I still go out today, and I'll do guest ring announce. That's what's good. Well, right, I, yeah. Right. So he got back to me, mm-hmm. and he said, um, I have an idea for you. What about backstage interviewing? Right. Oh, okay. And that's what I did for about four years. Wow. That's fun. That's what I'm doing right now with ISPW. It's a lot of fun. It's like talking to someone after they had a bad day of work. You know, some of these wrestlers, they get they get a little heat. I've got shoved around a couple times. I'm sure you're no stranger to that. Um, talk to me. I mean, any advice for the backstage interviews? Well, I have a lot of fun with it. Now, back then, um, Ring of Honor, the roster. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, yeah, yes, uh, Samoa going. Joe, um, AJ Styles was Punk there at the time. CM Punk, mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, yeah, it was it was incredible, yeah. Um, but some of these guys, they, you know, they were just starting. Some of them are naturals, but like AJ Styles, like ay ay you know, like he's come a long he's, way. He's yeah. one of my. No matter what he's doing, I, I will watch an AJ Styles match. He's amazing yeah. to watch. 
So, I mean, he's come a, a long way. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah abso absolutely. Now, you talk about, you know, you've done ring announcing. You're kind of like, oh, don't put me in that role as much. You know, you do the guest appearances. Is there someone that, that you'd like to announce that you never really got the chance to announce? No. No, it's not, it's really? not like that for you. No. No, I don't know. Okay. Just, who just who are your, some of your favorites to announce? Um, well, Bruno San Martino was yeah. my, oh, my childhood yeah. hero. So, you know, Flair was always fun to, oh, okay. you know, to do. Do you, uh, do you keep up with the current product at all? I do. Yeah? So uh, do you prefer uh, one product over the other? Do you enjoy all of it? Is there someone you got your eye on right now? I like some things in both. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it just uh, it just depends. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, Roman Reigns is killing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, He's on the roll of a lifetime. And it's, it's like amazing. Um, CM Punk and Brian Danielson doing great work over on the other side. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it just depends on... On what it is, if it if it makes sense, I'm in. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, that's I'm, I'm not. A story that's guy. a very yeah. fair point. Yeah, you know. Uh, but even with moves, mm -hmm. for instance, it makes no sense. I forget what it's called. What's it called when you flip backwards from the top rope? Uh, moonsault. Moonsault. How stupid is that? Like you, you're not seeing where you're going. And if you're, the idea is to win the match, yeah. that's what the whole thing is supposed to be about. I got gotcha. you. Why would you flip backwards and do that? From and, a from a yeah practical standpoint. Yeah. And from the guy <laughs> on the floor, why wouldn't you just backstep? Yeah. Get out of the way and watch him crash and burn. Yeah. So that's or, stupid. The psychology of it all. Yeah, that I got gotcha. you. That doesn't make sense. Now, I understand that it needs to evolve. Mm -hmm. I don't want, nor do I think it would be successful, to have 1960s wrestling. That's not going to work today. I agree. Gotcha. Yes. But in every art form, there's evolution, and it needs to evolve. Yeah. You can be sure. Let's take country music. You can be sure that when Garth Brooks started his national tour, and he was singing from the ceiling, and they were, like, lowering him from the ceiling, you know those old fiddlers were saying, oh, no, he's ruining country music. You yeah, right. that's a, yeah, that's a fair you point. Don't look yeah, wrestling that way. Yeah, I know. I don't want to be a grumpy old man. Well, I, I, I don't want to be a no, grumpy, no. irrelevant old man. Uh, well, yeah. I, I'm, gotcha. I'm glad that's that fair. You brought that up because I, I work with a lot of a lot of these you know people here, and and I hear a lot of the same thing. And again, like they were in a time where wrestling was golden, and and a lot of the opinion that I commonly hear is like this reality era where the curtain is pulled so far. Like we're doing it here on the podcast. Like the curtain is so far pulled back, and we have social media where everything's very like at your fingertips like a lot of these guys back in the day you went out to dinner like they were afraid of you or yeah. you were who you were um i was gonna ask do you feel that way at all because it seems like you you believe the business should evolve that there's a what basically a, a lot of people are kind of saying there's a reality error right yeah now. Like, it's not like everybody's oh, in the mirrors. know like they know that the undertaker's not really right, that man exactly. or right. you know and uh, i think it rubs some, some of the older talent the wrong way i believe that you can in the moment still capture the emotions of the fans. Yes. I want to see a f I want to see fans react from their heart and their emotions, not from their head. And you can like still that. Oh yeah, because we're all too smart today. Right? So That's a very fair point. This, yeah. This for instance this chant fight forever. No, you don't want to fight forever. <laughs> yeah, I hear you a lot of wrestlers win the say damn match. Yeah, they're like, well, I don't want to fight forever. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and, 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 and what yeah. they're saying is, yep, we're going to sit back and we're going to watch you do all these kind of crazy self-destructive moves. Yeah. And so please us. 
Well, screw that. That's not what it's supposed to be about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right or wrong? No, yeah, you're right. You, you yeah. look at it from a practical standpoint. Yeah, very, very interesting. I'm GMC. I'm practical. All right, last one from me. I want to be respectful of your time. Thank you for making it. Yeah, time. thank this you so much. Really, this really has been fun. really great. It's an honor to talk to you. Uh, I'm asking a lot of advice questions here, but we have a lot of the indie talent on this show that are trying to get heat from the crowd, trying to get over. You've obviously been around it for a very long time. Any advice for the talent? Um, wow. You know, I go to a lot of indie shows, mm -hmm. and I'm very careful about um, being critical. Okay. Because everybody needs to learn. Yeah, exactly. Like the first couple years that I got into the ring to announce, I was a bumbling fool. Mm -hmm. Like the very first time, I didn't know how to get in the ring. I didn't know which ropes to go in between. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get yeah. it. So, That's fair. Um, um, it's the same thing. Like... The more you do it, the more you're going to get it. Listen to the people. Mm. I guess that would be one thing that I would say. I like that. But you have to be talented enough and self-assured enough to change in mid-course so that maybe what you thought you were going to do in this match might not be what you turn out doing mm. if the people aren't responding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a silent crowd isn't necessarily... A bad crowd. Yes, I agree. It doesn't mean that they're not being entertained. It may mean that they're studying. They're watching what's going on. Yeah, they're, they're observing. Like now, if you start yeah. that a match that way and you end a match that way, not good. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. But, yeah. It, but if you draw them in and they're studying and then you can get them up with their heart because they're believing it. Emotion. Yeah. That's what you want to achieve. Wow. That's the art form. That that's the type of stuff that I I get invested in when I think with my heart and I'm like oh you know he he didn't do that right and this and that when when a story or a wrestler captures you especially emotionally it, it's it, there's really no better feeling yeah and it's hard to capture that nowadays organically without without being forced you 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 know uh, and I think a lot of the indie wrestlers are selfish okay in the sense that not only should a match tell a story but an event should tell a story mm. and it should build mm -hmm. so that the first couple matches that come to the ring shouldn't be oh my god over the top incredible mm. no no they should be i don't want to say inconsequential but they should be like really low-key nobody should leave the ring nobody like and you should be aware of what the um the over spots are for your headliners yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. I'm a little tired, to tell you the truth, in general. <laughs> but no, I'm a little tired of seeing the same moves over and over and over again. From the first match to the last match. Mm. Go to a concert and tell me you'll be entertained if you hear the same song for two hours. Yeah. If you, if you go to a comedy club and you hear the same joke over and over and over again. I gotcha. It's too much of the same. And you I want think, variety. And the reason is, the problem is, that there's nobody too often from the top that's controlling things to say, hey, knock it off. You don't do that. Yeah. That's his move. Yeah. Um, or first two matches, you don't go outside the ring. I, I want to see holes, you know? Not just holes, but... And I don't... Up, yeah. Yeah, I, I need to change things up. Um, but the problem is, <coughs> and the reason that I say that they're selfish, is if they see one guy get a quick reaction, everybody on the roster starts doing that. Oh, you know, I get what you're saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? 
and then everybody's doing the same thing. Right. But it's a meaningless reaction. Yeah. But it makes them feel better. So whether the first guy in the ring or the last guy, um, it, it, the first match and the last match need to be different. It, it, yeah. It's kind of like getting a reaction just to get a reaction, and it, it, it doesn't serve a purpose kind of thing. Right. The, well, the purpose that it serves yeah. is instant gratification. Yeah. There makes you go. me feel good. Yeah, yeah, that's it, and uh, you know, there's some lost art for sure. <laughs> I, I think long-term storytelling and is really important for people to have long-term storylines, man. So I appreciate you uh, coming on and let's pick your brain, telling some stories. This yeah, was a lot better than I, I feared. Oh, thanks, yeah. Thank we, you we so get, much. We, we appreciate you making the time. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Michael Capetta. Yeah. Thank you. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> thank you.